Welcome to Earn's World. Hitting you over the head one bop at a time. When it comes to the we do, there's no comparison. This is the Earn's World Podcast. Hosted by DJ Earn One and Diff You. What it do? There's a culture shift, and we're the culprits. Check it out, Right, this is your boy DJ Iron One. It's the Irons World Podcast. We back at you again from Portland, Oregon. And it's your boy Diff Yeah, and it's um still daytime. We normally record when it's night, but you know, it's one of those rare occurrences where we just both had something to do. So we decided we would just knock it out during the daytime. A little quick episode for you guys. It should be a quick one. You know what I mean? Most like crazy. Under an hour, just talking about some stuff that we know. That you know, anyway, we've been trying to touch on but we've just been kind of busy right yeah we're, we're kind of i don't want to say we're behind but motherfuckers have been kind of busy so we got episodes on the way for y'all you know what i'm saying we got to keep it coming yeah so this is technically i guess episode 13 yeah um we just sent off one of the one of our good homies out here ish to la on the last episode so hopefully he's getting his foothold down there Trying to figure out what uh, I guess figuring out the city from a, from a from a resident standpoint as opposed to just being a tourist. He said, "Fuck Portland." Basically, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's been talking about moving out of Portland for quite some time now, for at least a couple years. Right, but he ain't he ain't missing it. Nah, like I said in the last episode, he's definitely one of those homies that's moved away that I'm confident will never come back to the state of Oregon. A lot of people have been leaving, man. Not even just our friends, but a lot of people have actually just been leaving Portland. Yeah. People are, for many reasons, but yeah, a lot of people are leaving Portland. It's weird. We come here, and then a lot of people leave. I mean, this is one of those cities where it's, a, it's a kind of a transplant city. Has it it really? is, but it's not at the same time. Like I don't know. I feel like a lot of people that I bump into happen to be from Portland, but at the same time, a lot of people <laughs> I bump into are not from here. So it's like True. people that aren't from here, typically in and out within a year or two. That is I mean, true. I'd say it's rare if you find somebody that's been out here that's not from here that lasts longer than two years i was about to say something but i fucking forgot uh, but uh it was related to portland and i, I just went blank oh it's all good i fucking Wait, went blank it should be a quick episode um one of the first topics i guess you know so we can mm. do you want to touch on those boots fuck no Real dude quick? no mm-hmm. all right well, we won't talk about no disrespect boots. but like brother it's like um, everybody's been talking about them shits yeah nah but i mean i feel like not talk about those boots, but I mean, talk about the brand behind the boots. I feel like they're one of those brands that's kind of like pushing the envelope, pushing not the envelope, really, but, but not really at the same time. Like, I mean, I feel like it's they're on the tip where it's like almost everything they do is kind of like a social experiment at this point. Like, will people rock with it or not? Almost kind of like the, what people have said about Supreme in the past. Like, as of late, anyway, it's like Supreme, especially with the when they put up, when they put up, put up that brick. Like, um, is this like a social experiment just to see what people will buy just because it has the name attached to it? But I don't know. Moving along, though. Anyway, it's something you want to talk about. You said Levi's turned how old? Uh, well, just last month they had their uh, their birthday, man. Uh, over a hundred years strong. Um, Levi's have been holding us down. For some, it's just regular fucking jeans. To others, it's uh, part of uh, American culture. So, I mean, shit. It's just cool to think that a brand that long has been well established and has, you know, been tried and true. Uh, standing against the test of time I think that's kind of dope And I feel like you know Everybody has had at least a pair of Levi's At least once You know what I'm saying You know they're just They're everyday jeans dude Yeah I feel like it'd be 
especially living in the states, it'd be probably impossible to find somebody that hasn't owned a pair of Levi's at least. Right, like at you one got you you life. know you know at least one person. Even if you haven't had a pair, you know somebody that's had a pair of Levi's. It's this damn near almost statistically like I don't want to say proven, but we can we can it's safe to say that Levi's is a, is a household brand for real. Yeah, for sure, definitely. I mean, they've been around since the eighteen hundreds. They've I don't know. They've had their like five hundred one style that's been consistent throughout every era. It just happened to, like, you know, update it and change the fit every once in a while just to kind of, like, you know, with, I guess be hip with the current times. And when we look at traditional attire as far as traditional um, pieces of clothing or articles of clothing that we pretty much, uh, what's the word I want to use? I, so, like, in fashion class, I forgot, we kind of, like, did, um, we learned about it. It's just basically uh or timeless like capsule capsule piece. Yeah, well not capsule pieces, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like your Chuck Taylors, you know what I'm saying? Like those will forever be traditional in the sense of like your every everyday basic wear. They've been around forever. And whether you're not whether you're in culture to be cool or you're just wearing it, it's just one of those things, you know what I'm saying? I feel like Vans is damn near gonna be like that in the next maybe like I feel like it needs a little more time because Vans have been there for a long time. But Chuck Taylor's kind of had like a bigger impact, I feel like, than Vans. I mean, Vans, if I'm, have, Vans have only been around since skateboarding's been around. I guess you're right. Chuck Taylor's been around for a minute. Chuck Taylor's been around since the 20s, I want to say. And was considered the first basketball shoe, right? 20s or 30s, something Wasn't like that. Wasn't it considered the first basketball shoe? Yeah, it was the first basketball shoe. So, yeah, that alone automatically makes it a staple as far as like just what it is. So... You got clothes like that, and Levi's is one of those. You know, Levi's was the first established denim that we really kind of know across the board, at least here. You know what I'm saying? I guess I don't know when Wrangler and all those other motherfuckers came along. They've probably been around around the same time. I'm not sure, but probably so. Probably since the at least the turn of the century. But yeah, man, uh, happy birthday to Levi's, man. Yeah. Oh, and we had a motherfucker that went to school with us named Levi. Remember? You don't yeah, know him, did you? Levi know. Wrangler Dickey? Yeah. That shit crazy. Wait, his middle name was Wrangler? I think his name, yes. His middle name was Wrangler, bro. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. Yes. Because his last name was Dickey. I definitely knew Levi. I definitely knew him. And it was, uh, my, bro- my older brother was cool. With he his told me brother. his middle name. They said his parents named him that because on purpose. Because of the James. Yeah. That's funny. Levi Wrangler Dickey. <laughs> I'd be annoyed if my parents named me after <laughs> something like that. Shouts out to Levi, bro. Name me Chanel or something like that. Or Hell no, Chanel. What is it? What are some other names? <laughs> Porsche, Lexus. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, um, I don't know, man. That 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 uh, that shoe though, that Astro Boy shoe, um, kind of like overshadowed the Levi's thing. And as weird as it is, I'm way more into the Levi's story than the Astro Boy boots. You know what I'm saying? If you look at the, the quality of those jeans, the old jeans, they look really, really good for some old-ass pants. Yeah, definitely. You wouldn't think that those things were that old. And it's like, damn, it's crazy how the quality like that really lasts long on that. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with that shit, man. Shout out to Dylan. What are your favorite pair of Levi's you have? Mm, I only have, currently have one pair of Levi's, actually. I feel you. I used to I have a shit. Some. I used to have like a, a few. I don't have that many no more. I need to get some more, but the ones that I want, I'd have to one pay an arm and a leg for, and I'd have to go through the process of trying to find them. I'm trying to find some like five hundred ones from the 
early 90s. I'm trying to find some 501s from the late 80s. And I've also been trying to find some 501s from like the mid 90s. Gotcha. Once I get those, I'm pretty much cool on Levi's. I feel you. That's fair. What's well, shit? What we got next on the uh, topic list? Uh, well, I mean, you've been talking about these like eyeball sports as of late. And I mean, I feel like part of the reason we've been talking about this, this even topic even came up was just because you mentioned the fact that like dodgeballs getting removed from like the public school system. Yeah, the homie, the homie Jeff, man. Shout out to Jeff. Uh, fucking randomly hit me up with some some news about dodgeball leaving, but I thought it was brand new news. But apparently, this has been going on since 2016. They've been getting rid of uh dodgeball. And I mean, we don't have kids. We have been we out of school for a minute, so. Bro, I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm so fortunate. It makes me appreciate my childhood, bro. I'm glad that we live in the time that we. Uh, I'm glad that we got to live in the time that we did live in, going through school and shit, because. The shit that is going on nowadays is just... I feel sorry for some of these kids, man. I mean, I just really want to know what the real reasoning was for them taking it out of school. Um, Well, according to Jeff, he was saying that they were saying that uh, it was giving kids a reason to like target people for being bullied. So basically giving bullies people, giving bullies targets to like pick on through... The game of dodgeball, essentially. Yeah, but I'm like, dude, like I said before, you would you do you want to get slapped in the face? Or do you want to get hit with this dodgeball? Because at mean, the end of the day, you getting bullied regardless. The whole point of the game is to get the other team members out, right? So like, if anything, if, if you I don't get at the game, I'm gonna just go ahead and get you out quick so I can focus on everybody else. If I, I was the kid really getting bullied, on. I'd be using the game to my advantage to try to hurt a motherfucker. And that's see, and that's probably what they're talking about. <laughs> no, but I'm the one being bullied. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like that's probably what they're talking about. Then and I'm thinking about they're it. talking about it from on the standpoint of people on both, end, on both ends, though. Like, but but, but my the, thing it's is, it's a chance for the bully to get their retaliation and chance. But for the bully man, to pick let's on. keep it a buck, bro. I'm gonna see you outside of school, after class, outside the gym. We gonna, I'm gonna see you. Not true. So it's like that's so. But you know, some people are petty and passive aggressive and gonna try and like. It's just I feel like to just be like we're taking dodgeball out because of that. It's like there's so many other things that go. Kids get bullied on the bus more than they do on dodgeball. So yeah. why the fuck are we talking about dodgeball, bruh? So they taking away a good ass game. But then what you gonna take away the bus? <laughs> I'm just saying though. She's definitely not about to take away the school bus. Because at the end of the day, man, like I don't know. We I come from like when I grew up in school. Um. We fights was bad, like, and I know that may not have necessarily have to do with bullying, but fighting was so bad in my school that we had to have. I heard about y'all, Jay and Freeze. They yeah, used to man. Give, they used to give y'all like we had this thing called a hundred, a hundred uh, days um, or something, right? A hundred days and no <laughs> fights, and if we got it to a got a hundred days and no fights, they was gonna give us a party at the end. And we made it one time to the 99th day and got into a fight. That was a funny story. <laughs> the point to what I'm saying is, though. I remember Trent told me. Trent told me about that in high school. He was like, yeah, bro, we used to have that 100 days thing. He was like, yeah, we made it all the way to 99th day. <laughs> Yo, that somebody got in a fight. I was that like, ass. Everybody was mad, too, low-key. Because we actually was trying to get to that little party. But, um, so the point well, the point was that <laughs> yeah, I'm making is that. Days, no fights with your party. <laughs> with, all the, with, all the, with that type of environment, motherfuckers was fighting regardless and it was gonna happen regardless no matter where and i'm just coming from the perspective of where i was at growing up 
And so I'm just like, reality is, man, that dodgeball ain't saving no kid, bro, from no from no bullying. If we really want to be real, like that, that's not going to save no. the kid. That's not really even really. It's really not even fixing anything. It's not because I, mean, I think about the whole like just the internet and cyberbullying and stuff like right, that. Right, like, that's way worse really than that. Bully you, they, they'll find a way to get get to you. The cyberbullying hurt the kids more than the damn dodgeball. Facts. So I don't know. I don't agree with that, man. And like I said, I'm glad to be a kid that grew up into in a time where. Um, we got to enjoy cool shit because now they taking away everything, bro. But yeah, on a lighter note, speaking of dodgeball, I mean, we got a video clip of this kid who just kind of goes in on the rest of his classmates. So we'll run. Oh, that and quick. it's just him, by the way. We'll run that clip for you guys real quick. He took on like what six people? Something like that. This is not the little homie you worried about. You better get out right now, yep. Yeah, I don't know why that kid turned his back. That's crazy. I can tell they probably in like fifth grade. Based on the fits they wearing, I miss being a kid, but I don't fucking miss school. But I miss the dumb shit, like the dumb fun shit in school. I was usually consistently one of the last people left on my team in dodgeball, man. I'm one of those people that's like low-key surprisingly more athletic than people think I am. Yeah, I was uh, never into athletics, but I skateboard. Which I guess is athletic, but you know what I mean. She's just in the sports. Well, you know she getting out. This weak ass, bro. She got that shit. <laughs> That was lit. They held it down. The funny part about all this is that this was that video was more entertaining than half the dodgeball videos we actually looked up. Actually, we were looking at pro dodgeball footage, and I was like, it was just kind of boring. Actually. It really is. Kids held it down. Um, I'm trying to think of what else was on. What else was on the list of scary sports we had? I mean, let's go ahead and go. Let's go ahead and look up the slap fight, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is another thing that's been popping off on social media. I'm pretty sure you've seen it. There's a bunch of like Eastern European people. But low key, there's also some 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 people from the U.S. in the states um, participating in this. But yeah, it's basically them just going like toe to toe, male male to male, female female, slapping each other. Uh, which one of these videos you want to watch? That one we watched last night. Oh, hold on, go to the female one real quick. Hold on, go to the right. Go to the right. Go to the right. Go to the right. Go over. This one? No, this go right one. there. Yeah. That's not from the like the official. It don't matter, bro. But, all right, this <laughs> shit look like it's about to be a good. If it's a dud, it's a dud. It's also eight minutes. Let's watch it. It just seems like it's, it's just that thumbnail got me. I want to see this shit. Female slapping the shit out of motherfucker. Just over the next hill, and right off the beaten path, you'll find Big Wayne's compound. 
A secluded mountaintop spot that plays host to the craziest Yo. bunch of thrills. Yeah, see, they're stepping into the slaps and stuff. They can't, you see, that's not. Oh, you can't. What do you mean you can't step into a slap? Nah, that, that's. What you mean? Like, that's a rule? They, yes, they laid that out in the we were watching yesterday when we were watching with. Uh, not yesterday, but the day before yesterday when Ish, Ali, and JC broke in here. So basically, you can't lean over. No. You gotta have your feet parallel, planted, and you gotta, like. Literally, you can't even hold the table for sports. Oh, shit. That's why I'm like, what is this? Hell okay, nah. that's, I, that's fair. That's you fair. about to slide over to, you know, we might as well just watch this. True. That's just 13 uh, minutes, but fuck it. Let's go. No, let's, let's play it. Or you want to watch? Mm. No, watch the long one, bro. We don't got a lot of time right. anyway. Might as well. Fuck it. The slap you expected, the slap you got. Let's get into the rules of slap. See, here we go. Breaking down the rules. That was breaking hella rules from the jump. True. <laughs> In the other video, like. You're gonna get a point deduction. <laughs> Damn. We know the rules. Wait, wait, wait. I know why you're here. Slow mos. If I give them to you now, right. will you hit that like button? Subscribe to the channel. You know to what? Fire. You <laughs> Honestly, I'll have to have my eyes closed. Yes, you would? Yeah, bro. You don't want to see it coming? No. And that's the one where he got his lips split. Oh, I'm still trying to figure out how he split his lip though. He hit him hard enough. He probably clubbed him. <laughs> to be honest with you, a little bit. But yeah, this sport is wild. This sport's wild. Not that even exists. Smacked the lip filler out of her mouth. She ate that shit too. What's crazy is her slap looked like it hurt worse than the other chick, but the other chick ended up getting knocked out. Think? Let's get to the slaps. First, <laughs> yeah, this Chris is crazy. Thomas versus Chris Kennedy, the battle of the Chrises. I slipped down to remember who won these. Right, right. Stop by. Stop blue oh man. Yeah, only we'll watch a couple of these though. We're not gonna watch the whole thing. It's like a 12 minute video. Here we go. The way he positioned it, you know about the hurt. Just the way they be a position to be intimidated. The form is <laughs> intimidating, bro. It's like you know <laughs> Bro, he's seasoned, bro. He started tensing up. Yeah, off of a slap. Imagine. <laughs> Yo, bro. these should be using. They, they, they hands should be licensed as deadly weapons, bro. You liable to kill a motherfucker slapping them, you know, slapping somebody like that. Bro, they know exactly where to slap people to like. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like fuck punching, I'm gonna just slap your ass. Bro, it's like as soon as soon as that jaw gets connected, like this is a hand makes next to that jaw and then like next slaps back like that. I'm just like, oh yeah, it's wrap. They fucking hate each other. Three, right. One, two. This This one was. This one was funny. I remember it was. This one. this one was hilarious, actually. 
Uh, eat that. So extra. Right on three. One. Two. God, dog. <laughs> My guy Rob Perez is not Yo. playing with you, bruh. On right hand for red. One. Two. I guess my question is like, do they have? Can they like? Are they required to use their left, their weak hand, or they, can they use their whatever hand they want? Like, I don't know. Good question. But I, mean, I feel like, like simply because it's a competition, like you better you gotta be allowed to slap it with your strong hand. Right. The pimp hand. Right on three. Stand by. Stand by. We good here. Right on three. Keep your feet in the box or touching the box there. Shoulder width. Right on three. You stay here. Keep your feet flat. It's like they get an adrenaline rush from this shit. <laughs> Yo, he feels it every right. time. I made him fall back, baby. He said, I made him fall back, baby. <laughs> I made him fall back. I guess they get points for that shit. Yo, I made him fall back. I get a point for that. <laughs> he said, I felt that one. Right. That's another word. That's what that means. I like that. I felt that. Here, close from me here, chin, stand by, stand by, feet inside the box or touching the box. Good, keep them flat for me. Go ahead and call off your strike, and then on what, what, uh, uh, right on three, right three, one, two, <laughs> good one, yeah, good one. Good one. <laughs> the way he's pointing at his I wrist. mean, he ate that shit too, though. They was both eating them shits. 26, 29, 27, he said, 29, 28, <laughs> the hand don't play, bruh. This dude a fool, bruh. He said, the hand don't play. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, this is the one. Oh. This is the one. What cut it after this? Michael Smith. The lip splitter. Because, bro, with the dreads got rocked. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty seconds now to get ready. He was he crying? No, I don't know. Tell me your shot. Looks like he's tearing. He up. might be. <laughs> he looks like he's tearing. Right three. One for the money. One for the money. I mean, he slapped him though, but he did. He did. <laughs> but it's like the way that motherfucker got him though. Hold up, hold that thought. Yes. <laughs> he's on my head though. He said, I'm gonna get you Yo, back. For, he said, I'm gonna get you back for that one, bro. Yo, he's. He had to look at his hand. He said, look at his hand after the dude came back to the He saw blood on his hand. This shit is fucked up because I mean, like, is it supposed to be funny? Oh but it's not. But motherfucker, you like, motherfucker's getting a taste slapped at their mouth, bruh. Literally. Man, he split that motherfucker's lip. Up. <laughs> he, looked at he was like, he just split his lip. <laughs> we could, like, we couldn't see that. The fighter has a laceration in his lip and he cannot continue <laughs> due to a doctor recommendation. Yeah, layman's terms. He done. He cuts your face, bro. <laughs> God, dog. You can see the spit come out of his mouth. I know, that's slap too. disgusting. Fourth slap. Wayne Crespo versus Matthew right. Strickland. And I We're gonna move on. I feel like I get the gist. Uh, what else was on the Rock, list? paper, scissors. Yeah, That's... the pro rock, paper, scissors. 
Oh uh, yeah, that was that was interesting. Mind you, low key, this is like low key all stuff we used to kind of do. Actually, I still do this at work when we were kids. Literally, minus the slap, slap. We said we said we do it for money. That <laughs> oh, was this one. We put we play we play Rochambeau for money. And it's the moment mankind has waited for since the That's first not it. game of Rock, Rock, Rock. I mean, this is a different one. top two RPS phenoms are coming onto the stage for a hands-down showdown, the greatest duel in sports. There's Jamie Langridge. I've seen this one too, though. He's been unflinching all night, shattering scissors, suffocating Rock and slicing paper, but... Oh, my goodness! He stumbles getting into the ring road. It's not a good sign at all, Trey. He's obviously highly fatigued, and he better get his motor skills under control because there's no... He's obviously highly fatigued. He's about to get his shit pushed back. There's his opponent the brain born a david's been mind-numbing all night long but more importantly will he step into the ring no problem all right gives her rps girl a hug and yes great form and he makes it clean well that bodes well for born along with the crowd on his side but his throw count is higher than jamie's so you're saying yeah, fatigue could be an issue it could be here we go born a sublimity calls for rock Oh. Language is all over it. Slices paper for the point. Ooh. I think Jamie's picked up on the tell. How will Borne handle this? Oh, you hear him saying please to induce paper. Engage. Mm. Again, the land shark takes advantage. Jamie Language one set away from the title, and look, he's finally got the crowd on his side. Imagine being the nicest on your block and Mike Rock paper scissors. You can say that three times fast. <laughs> you say imagine being the nicest on your block and what? Rock paper scissors. Being the nicest. Yeah. A pivotal throw to say the least. I guess you're just gonna be the nicest on your block. I'm really surprised that language didn't throw paper. Rock paper scissors. I don't have a. He said block paper scissors. I said on oh, rock paper scissors. You're gonna be. He said block paper scissors. Well, hold on. Phil stops the action. What happened, Rose? Well, they got a bit out of sync. Let's see it again. Dude, how they do replay? They do replay for the rock paper scissors. It's imperative the players stay completely in sync here. No, Phil has been in control of this match since. He's like, you gonna stop that, bro? That's crazy. Rock and roll is the message from Borne. Zero, zero, second set. He's rock and roll is the message. And Jamie throws the rock. David gets the point. And did he just put an illegal substance on his throwing hand? That's yeah, more of an unwritten what? rule. But the key here is that Jamie might be overthinking. He's expecting another false tell from Borne. I don't know what to think from Borne anymore. Jamie got what he was looking for. Dang. And is now one throw away from the title. <laughs> now that may look like good sportsmanship, but they're really trying to fill out a tell. Great RPS players can do that, Trey. Borne's exhausted, but he's still mind-numbing here. Asking for paper. Engage. And it Scissors works. He ties wow. it up. One set apiece. It does not get any closer than this. RPS for the ages. Right. Never will a champion be so envied right. and so ridiculed simultaneously. Nice clean throw now. This on ESPN. Yeah. Engage. Don't rock die. Wow, these players are obviously tired. You know, they got the Bud Light sponsorship. Right. These players have punched themselves out. And let's see what happens here. Scissors tie. Tremendous stuff. RPS is a game. Tremendous stuff. But who can break the pattern and win it all? Engage. Oh, Jamie sticks with scissors. He's on the verge of making history. What a clutch throw. This is what it's all about, baby. These are the moments where sports legends are made. If Jamie wins this throw, it's over. Look at the concentration. Ready? And they win the money, too. I think 50K is on the line. And there it is. The paper. Did he shake his hand? He didn't shake his hand. I think so. He did. I was gonna say, damn, he a curving like that on national TV. David Bourne completely taken out of his game here. What a 
heartbreaking finish for this competitor. But Langridge has won over this crowd. Look at him. They love him now. Everyone wants to touch that undefeated hand. One day we'll see it in the Rock, Paper, <laughs> Everybody wants to touch that undefeated hand. And there's his wife joining in the celebration. What's his wife look like? Hold up. Jamie simply baffles David with a slick piece of paper. We need to get that man his money. Leanne, do your thing. Leanne, do your thing. <laughs> Leanne, do your thing. That's funny. Funny. Um. Yeah, I mean. You said you wanted you wanted you want to touch on pro tag. Yeah, that pro tagging too, bro. All right, that'll be the last one. That pro tagging is funny as shit too. So Pro Tag is the the last one we're gonna watch. I guess we can watch <laughs> the most intense chases real quick. We wanna watch the we can do this in four minutes. Yeah. Santos to win it for third place. Here are your call in the world championship. Like, imagine just first as he goes into the Delta Cube and look over the Imagine the like just run. trying to talk to a shorty and she asks you what you do. You like, but you really get paid and you professionally. I play tag professionally. <laughs> you can't even be mad. It's like, I'm going traveling around the world. I'm getting paid. What you doing? How you going to knock a man hustle? That shit would be funny, though, for real, for real. I would just wonder what type of reactions these guys get when they tell no, you what they do. I'm a pro oh, pillow fighter. Yeah, pro pillow, pillow fighter. Like, bro, telling somebody that you're a pro pillow fighter, I'm going to laugh. ...to be considered as contenders for the title. And it is a lively start to this. As Davis, look at the pace he goes around the front line and swings around the loading bank, comes back to the front line, and Soderman's not getting close. He's not going down the space. Over the mountain to safety. And the Iceman kicks off with a point. And Soderman is not happy about that. A scream on the wall back to his team only four chases remain in the UK and US champions cancelling each other out and Luke Stokes cancel out the opportunity here for Rob Shield to get on the board and register a first point he goes over the loading bay and round it and then over to the front line and it's a front line dash now but Luke Stones is quick not quick enough just now across into the mountain jumps down wonderful move and Rob Shield might do this he does first blood to Apex Eve it don't look that hard, but it's got to be. Caleb Bergstrom, new recruit for Hollywood Free Runners on the Ninja Championship League. Hollywood Free Runners, yeah, this is definitely parkour, basically. I guarantee you, every single one of these people do, par do parkour. True. Oh! He almost got him with that dive. Damn. Samuel, Samuel. I just feel like somebody getting fucked up on them bars. Probably. I know somebody has. Overground have picked up evasions in both of their games so far. Dominique has picked up evasions in both their games so far. And a Kong over the sisters gives him a head start against Davis Vasconcelos. But can he capitalize upon it? Lovely work to come out of the mountain there. And that just slowed Davis down. But can he get hold of him by the sisters? No, he goes cross. That was a good one. Lucky. He almost got him. He did. His foot in center court. But we're gonna have to go to the DTR because this is tight, Connor. This is kind of lit. I'm not sure if the DTR is warranted here. We've got both players admitting. Between this one and the slap and a, a Rochambeau, like. 
If you had to rank it from top of one to three, which one would be your top sport? Are you talking about like between Rochambeau, this, and fucking Slap? Wait a minute, Rochambeau is in like rock, paper, scissors? Yes. That's what it's called professionally? No, this is Rochambeau is rock, paper, scissors, same shit. Okay, well. Um, I'd have to say this would probably be the most intense and entertaining to watch. Maybe the slap. I mean, the slap one definitely entertaining. Slap one's entertaining, but at the same time, so I don't know how, how long I could really watch people just sit there and slap the hell out of each other. True. This shit, though, is kind of dope. This is cool. Because um, there's so many creative ways to move. This is an old sport. I don't know if this sport's still really, really going on anymore, but there's one we didn't really touch on, but I feel like a lot of people from the late night if you grew up in the late 90s early 2000s you'll probably remember it um slam ball oh yeah dude should, that's what we should look up after this we ain't got that much time damn slam ball though if you got a chance look up slam ball you used to come on like a uh, spike tv way back in the day what was spike tv called before it was spike tv this is spike tv this is spike tv He's using the height and drops I feel like it was called something before it, before it went to Spike. Spike TV. Either that or maybe Slam Ball was on some other network before it was on Spike TV. I feel like I used to play that shit on fucking TNT. Am I tripping? I don't remember being on TNT. Welcome home. <clears throat> Um, I mean, I guess we could have run slam ball real quick, real quick, real quick. It's a top 10 slam ball hits of all time. Yeah, so basically, they're playing basketball with trampolines. This shit's crazy. Whoever thought of this is just wild. I used to watch this every chance I got when it was on TV. And it's crazy. I used to be playing this indoors, but they're very clearly outside. Now that I'm looking at this. Dang. He knocked his helmet off. Back headed the other way. Moon. Bryce Arledge taking out Ramon Moon, decleaning him. Hooker, will he get it back? Can Bryce finish it? He certainly deserves it after the hit. High spring, high finish. It's all good for Bryce Arledge. What a hit. What a finish, Bryce Allen showing you what slam ball's all about. David Jackson <clears throat> with the ball. Mm. Oh, nice. That was a slobber knocker. Berlowski brings up him with a Ray Lewis like hit on Jackson. Now he hurt. Looks to me like Jackson. <laughs> Just look and see. Making that a clean hit, not a foul. I'd say the refs missed that one. Back comes. No, he won't hurt. Yeah, the team, the mob, was like one of the best teams. Takes a lick. It, it, it takes so much to stop George Bird. Well, Bird's out of the game. No oh, oh, shit. Yeah, that dude with the do rag. I forgot his name though. It's like Sean or something wow. like that. Sean Jackson maybe. He got launched like a boomerang. Look at the 180 he does. Oh, that is Jackson <laughs> tossing aside a 260-pound man. Jackson only had 511, 106. What is it? At the six spot, league MVP Jelani. Oh. <laughs> He's going through, my little boy. He lucky he was wearing a helmet. Gravity defined slaps. Damn, bro. Yo, we don't get shit like this no more, man. 
<laughs> that was disrespectful. Yeah, was. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, the mob, the, the team, the mob used to just be out there wrecking people, bro. That is unbelievable. Damn. Damn. What a shot. We have got to look at that. Bro, you saw that? My goodness. Beasthole just gets destroyed. Yeah, that was slam ball, though. Used to be one of my favorite things to watch on TV as a kid. Spike TV is one of those last gems. Yeah, that's definitely not. They don't even. They, don't, they used to have that show called Most Extreme Elimination Challenge back in the day. I used Classic. to love watching that. Yeah, Spike TV was kind of lit. Very underrated network. I don't want to say network because it was a part of a network. I can't remember who they were under, but they had a pretty, pretty good program. Uh, but yeah, we're about to hop into this jam session real quick. All right, y'all. This brings us to the end of this episode. We appreciate you rocking with us. Hit the like, comment, and subscribe buttons. And share it with your peoples. Leave us some feedback. If you're looking for us, we're on the digital streaming platforms. But if you prefer to watch, check us out on YouTube at Earns World TV. All music from the Jam Session is available on the playlist via Spotify and Apple Music. So hit the link in the description. But if you want to jam with us, hit YouTube. If you have any music you want to share, our DMs is open. As always, we're your hosts, DJ Earn One. And if you. We'll see you next time. I'll back.